Hey guys, welcome back to the Sharky Show. I am your host, Sharky. And it's been a while since I've recorded an episode, but um, we're back now today on the Tuesday, August 10th edition of our episode, episode 3. Um, in today's lineup, we have the Suicide Squad movie review, the Ariana Grande Fortnite event review, Outer Banks Season 2 review, and we'll be looking at some of the trades that have been made in the NBA. So, we got a ton of reviews today, and why don't we just get straight into it? Outer Banks Season 2. So, Season 1, oh yeah, by the way, spoilers for Outer Banks, spoilers for the Suicide Squad movie, and spoilers, well, you can just... Our underground event wasn't really much spoilers. It was just a concert. But spoilers for Outer Banks Season 2 and spoilers for Suicide Squad are in this episode. If you have not watched both of them, I would recommend go doing pausing this and going to watch the new season and the Suicide Squad movie. So I don't spoil anything, but if you don't really care or if you've already watched them, stick around and listen to my review. So, Outer Banks Season 2 review. Season 1 left us, left, I can't speak, left us off with that terrible storm that John B. and Sarah were driving through. Or, yeah, driving with the boat through. And they crashed, but got picked up by the uh, ship going to the Bahamas. So they landed in Nassau. Now, this season was about getting this golden cross that was in Pope's family that was worth more than the gold, the merchant gold, which they ended up finding, but it was, I can't quite remember, but I think, um, the, the Cameron family got away with it, but, but they end up finding this cross, this is in like, they end up, okay, so they end up trying to get the gold, Sarah and John B, and they end up not getting it, but getting away from Ward and Rafe, and they also meet up in, I think it was Charleston, with Pope, um, Kiara, and JJ for the first time in a while since they had crashed, and they reunite, they escape from... Uh, I think some people, some people that John B and Sarah stole some money from, and I can't remember who Pope and them are running from, but they get away, they have a celebration, and short-term notice, John B and Sarah get married. Yes, they get married, and that went to crap really quickly, because Sarah ended up, well... Rewind before this. Cameron, uh, Ward Cameron, faked his death. Who is Sarah's father? He faked his death by exploding himself, but he ended up swimming away from the explosion. And the zombie looked happy because obviously Ward had killed his father, but Sarah was not because that's her father. And that's why they broke up. Then, they find this cross 
that is in Pope's family, and it's worth a ton. It's full. It's completely gold, so it's worth a ton of money. But Rafe and Ward end up stealing it because Pope had some allergic reactions to wasps while trying to get down, trying to get the cross down from the root, and they end up taking it on this giant boat. And they sneak on by jumping into a shipping container when Pope exploded a pipe. That was the distraction. They jump into a shipping container and get onto the boat. They eventually... um, They eventually... John B. ends up fighting Ward. And ends up almost killing him. Like the way Ward killed uh, John B.'s dad. And... Then Pope did not get the cross. They ended up. He tried to throw it in the water because he didn't want anyone to have it if he wasn't going to get it. But Ward ended up saving it. Or not Ward. Rafe ended up saving it. And they ended up keeping the gold for themselves. But then. What else happened in that finale? Oh! Freaking JJ got hit in the head with the uh, machete, falls into the water, but somehow survives. Thank goodness Kiara dove in the water for him. They get away on a boat. Rafe was thinking about shooting him. But nope. He didn't pull the trigger. And then... They end up in the Bahamas. Also with this... I forget her name. She... They... they uh, John B. and Sarah meet her in the Bahamas. And... they she This person tries to kidnap him, but... They, hang on, I gotta look at my phone for what this person's name is, because I forget. Um, let me look. LBX, season two, cast. Ah, forget a name! It's the one person from the Bahamas. Oh, it's not showing. Hold up. Yeah, but she was really, she was working with Captain Terrence, who uh, helped them get the. Well, they were gonna kill him at first, but then they helped them get the gold, so they could stay alive. Long story short, they all end up in the Bahamas. But this kind of end credit scene pops up, which reveals that John B's dad is still alive, which kind of surprising. I mean, we saw him die, get thrown into the water, but nope, still alive, and that's where it leaves us off to season three. Overall, I think this season gets. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Like I gave the la- I gave that the last season. When I watched it, I gave it an 8 out of 10. They both were equally as good. Anyway. Next up on our list, NBA trades that have happened. I mean, the one I'm most excited for is Russell Westbrook to the the LA Lakers. Which, Lakers are my team. And this is good because it's kind of building a big three with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. 
that's going to better finesse. Lonzo Ball also goes to the Chicago Bulls. And then also recently in the Summer League, we got a taste of Leangelo Ball on the Charlotte Hornets. So I think Lonzo is going to definitely benefit Chicago because they've been losing a lot. And him and Zach Levine, I think, will be a good pair. Um, Westbrook to the Lakers is definitely a benefit. I say we're definitely playoff bound once again with this big three team. Plus all the other trades we got. Um, Leangelo looks strong in his game during the summer league. They didn't win, but he looks strong. So it's promising for him and LaMelo to team up. So I don't know how much to say about it, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, let's go to our next topic. The Ariana Grande Fortnite concert. Now we've had three concerts so far. We had Ariana Grande's, we had Travis Scott's, and we've had marshmallows. Let me see this about Ariana's. The gameplay was sick. Gameplay was awesome. The visuals were awesome. It just felt underwhelming. It's just like she only played what three songs compared to Travis playing six. It just felt super underwhelming. And I kind of was disappointed. I was disappointed about the concert part. The rest of it, like where we got to slide through the the little water slide. And then the where we used the planes to take out the Storm King. I thought that was sick. But this, the concert part itself, the visuals and the like, gameplay was awesome. But like I said, she only played like three songs. Which kind of destroys her chance to beat Travis Scott's concert because Travis played six songs along with having amazing gameplay and he also dropped a new song on that track which gives him a little bit of a bonus but in all I thought it was decent like I said I just think they could have played a little bit more I thought they could have done more with it, like a couple more songs at least, but then again, they have a few time slots. They have a short amount of time to do it in. They have about 20 minutes. So I think it was okay. If we had to compare this to the rest of the events, I would put Marshmallow in last place because the only reason because of this, he played a bunch of songs, but it was only, it was like a literal concert. Like it wasn't like the event that Travis and Ariana had. And Marshmallows, it just seemed, it, it was good, but like, at the time it was good, but like, compared to Ariana's and Travis's, it's outdated. Um, at number two, I put Ariana's, because like I said, she, her good gameplay, good, good visuals, just not enough songs on the track. And, and that's just personally biased, because I don't really like Ariana's music, but that's just my personal opinion. And number one, I gotta put Travis Scott's, because great, he had six songs, great visuals, great gameplay, and I just like Travis Scott, <laughs> that's mainly the reason.
Anyway. Now, we're going to move to our final topic, which is the Suicide Squad movie review. Like I said, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go pause this and go check it out in theaters or on HBO Max. Not sponsored. Wish it was sponsored. It was a dope movie. Um, where do we start? We're just going to review the whole movie. So, we start off with the Task Force X, aka the Suicide Squad, being introduced right away with kind of the meme team. Team 1, which was Weasel, Blackguard, um, who else was in it? Uh, uh, Michael Rooker's character, Savan, um, Javelin, Captain Boomerang, and Mongol. Yeah, it was Savan, Blackguard, Mongol, Javelin, Captain Boomerang, Weasel, Brick Flag, and Harley Quinn. So, in like the first 10 minutes, all of them die. Like, Black Card, he gets sniped in the head. Um, Mongel tries to take down a helicopter, but ends up crashing with it. Which was, what was weird is Captain Boomerang, he died. Like, he was in the original movie. He was one of the OGs, and he got killed, like, right away. He gets hit by a bunch of flying sticks, and then gets taken out by the helicopter in a very brutal death. Then, Javelin... He gets shot down. TDK, that was the other one I forgot to mention. He was using his movable arms, and, and they weren't really working, so they decided to shoot his arms, and he was in a lot of pain. It never said he was dead, so he could possibly still be alive, but it's unlikely. Weasel ended up drowning, because he didn't know how to swim, and Savan tried to run away from it all, but got the explosive detonated in his neck. Which, then it cuts to Team 2. Which, that was kind of the mean team, the diversion, but Team 2 is what we're really looking at. Which consists of Bluntsport, acted by Aegis Elba. Peacemaker, acted by John Cena. King Shark, my personal favorite. Voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Ratcatcher 2, who was played by... Daniela... Melchior. Mel- I-, I can't pronounce the name. It- 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 Ratcatcher. We'll just say Ratcatcher. Um, Polka Dot Man, acted by David Des- De- Desmalchian. And I think that was it. Yeah, that was it. So this team has to go take down what is called Project Starfish, which is a giant. Starfish, it's it's literally in the name. They have to go take it down. Or, as we see, there was a twist in the middle of the movie, but we'll get to that. They have to go take it down. We learn a bit about their powers. Because they end up going into this fight scene where... These, these soldiers don't even expect it, but King Shark, he just picks up a guy and just completely eats him. Like... He, there's nothing more to say to it. It was violent and it was awesome. Um, Peacemaker and Bloodsport kind of have like a show-off session where they try to outmatch the others. 
with their gadgets and stuff. Um, Polka Dot Man ends up shooting down a giant uh, tall tower with his polka dots that can actually burn through things. Ratcatcher doesn't do much. She uses her rats to distract someone for a peacemaker to kill. And then they find Rick Flag in a tent. And they end up finding out that they just took out all the freedom fighters fighting against the people they're going against. <laughs> they just killed the whole team they had. So they end up. Oh yeah. Also, Har- meanwhile, this is going on. Harley Quinn gets captured, and one of the leaders of this team that's uh, holding Project Starfish wants to marry Harley Quinn. Which they end up having this whole romance set- section, but Harley Quinn ends up shooting him because he was sending men, women, and children to feed uh, the starfish. Which we end up la- learning later that it's his name is Starro the Conqueror by the Thinker. So, Suicide Squad gotta find a Thinker to find out how to stop Starro. So they end up going to this club. They just have a good time with each other. Um, Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher escape with Thinker, while Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and Rick Flag take the blame. They end up getting captured, but they get out, obviously. And they can't go to Jotunheim yet, which is where Starro is at. They have to save Harley first, so they have more of a chance, which Harley ends up taking out everyone that has captured her. And they end up showing, the Suicide Squad end up showing up. And she's all like, what are you guys doing here? I've already taken out everyone. And they had a whole plan on trying to save her. So they end up heading to Jotunheim to take out Project Starfish, aka Star of the Conqueror. Peacemaker and King Shark have this little funny moment where, uh, King Shark trying to give him something. He puts, they have like this clay explosive, but King Shark builds it into a little figure that he thinks is Peacemaker. Um, but Peacemaker abandons Shark, and they end up going down and finding this file that the United States was partially behind Project Starfish. So Amanda Waller sent them there to cut to destroy the guard and cover it up. But Flag doesn't want to do it. He wants to show this to the press. To show the real truth. But Peacemaker. Stands in his way. So we have this whole fight between Flag and Peacemaker. And this ends up having Peacemaker kill Flag. He stabbed him in the heart. And it was kind of weird. Because once again Rick Flag was another one of the OGs. And they take him out. Jeez. Um... But then it cuts to eight minutes earlier where King Church is just vibing with these little creatures. He thinks he's new friends. It's kind of funny and heartwarming to see him just having fun with a bunch of creatures. Because <laughs> he's like he's like a little kid in a giant, big, angry, violent shark's body. <laughs> but um, Bloodsport and Harley and Polka Dot Man end up getting into a fight with all these soldiers which ends up to the death of Milton which was kind of Polka Dot Man's love interest and Harley and Bloodsport didn't even know Milton was with them they end up taking out all their soldiers Polka Dot Man ends up accidentally exploding 
the building that they were in, which triggers the other explosives. So they have to run, and uh, and meanwhile, this is going on. King Shard jumps into the fray with all this water and those other creatures he was vibing with. But those creatures start attacking him, and he is very angry. King Shark ends up falling out of the building and hits hard. And then this, the army that was trying to stop them starts shooting King Shark. But that, that didn't work. And King Shark just finds, takes this guy's and rips his head off and just has his head in his mouth and just chews on it. <laughs> and then they, Harley, Polka Dot Man, and Bloodsport end up running. Polka Dot Man and Harley end up jumping and getting safe because uh, the, bil- the building's falling down. But Harley and Polka Dot Man end up jumping and getting to a safe location where Bloodsport falls down. He has his grappler hooked to the building, but he ends up getting knocked down. And he ends up falling, falling, falling. And he lands in a superhero position, which the building breaks down again and again and again. And Raidaz Peacemaker was going to shoot Ratcatcher because she was trying to steal the drive. Bloodsport shows up. He shoots Peacemaker. With the smaller bullet that breaks through Peacemaker's bullets. Shoots Peacemaker, we think he's dead. But he actually isn't dead, we'll discuss that in a minute. And they escape with the drive, but... Starro the Conqueror shows up. Oh, and by the way, Starro killed off Thinkerer. So... They have to fight Starro the Conqueror. And they have all these cool ways that they try to beat him. Um... Bloodsport literally pulls out every gadget he add, he has, like every add-on to his gun, try to shoot um, Starro, and we end up seeing King Shark. <laughs> they had this funny thing where um, Bloodsport said Shark, Monster Nom Nom, and <laughs> excuse me, King Shark's all like Monster Nom Nom, and he ends up just biting through the monster as much as he can. And then he says the Polka Dot Man, because Polka Dot Man has this line where he hates killing people, but he tries to image them as his mother, so it's easier. So so Bloodsport says, Polka Dot Man, that's your mother. And he shoots the Polka Dots, which takes out one of the Starro's legs, but then ends up getting crushed by Starro, so RIP Polka Dot Man. Um, And then Harley, well, Bloodsport is trying to take it out, but Ratcatcher actually protects him. With these rats that are taking like thousands and thousands of rats that are taking down the giant starfish, and Bloodsport has a phobia of rats, which they end up saving him though. And then Harley jumps with the spear that Javelin gave her, stabs Starro through the eye. She kind of like swims into the eye because it, it's a giant eye, and. She sees all the nerves in the eye, which the rats, the rats come swimming in the eye as well, and the rats are biting away in the nerve, and then Starro falls to his death. Then they escape, and Bloodsport um, overcomes his fears of rats by petting Sebastian, who is Ratcatcher's like leading rat, who was a fan of Bloodsport, and. Then it cuts to the logo, the Suicide Squad. But we got two post-credit scenes. We have Weasel actually ended up surviving, <laughs> which is kind of surprising. And then it cuts to another post-credit scene 
which shows that Peacemaker actually survived getting shot, which this sets up the Peacemaker series coming in January 2022. Overall, this movie, I'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10. And I don't really usually give movies 10 out of 10, but I give this a 10 out of 10 because it was simple. It was one plot line. There wasn't any subplots. Well, there was a subplot now and there, but there wasn't any subplots that came together into the climax of the story. It was just one plot, and they stuck with it the whole time, and that's what made it so great. Kind of felt like a Call of Duty Zombies mission, because you just have to find a way to beat the mo- beat the final boss, which the final boss in this case was Starro. And it was simple. There was a ton of action. Tons of blood, which kind of made the action a little bit bloodier. Better. God, I can't. I, guys, I have a speech impediment, I swear to God. Um, it just felt like a good movie. Ton of good humor. Um, it, it was just simple. It was a simple but awesome mission that they went on. And I hope to see a sequel in the future, which we probably will get. But this kind of sets up the DCEU once again after the downfall. So we're going to give it a good 10 out of 10. We won't. This is not the last time we'll be talking about Suicide Squad. We will talk about it in the future. Like next week, we'll probably talk about the best to worst. The worst to best characters. We'll also probably talk about sometime comparing it to the other Suicide Squad movie in 2016. But... This is where we're going to end it today. I hope y'all enjoyed, and I will see you in the next episode. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitch, Fear underscore Sharky underscore, and I'll see you guys later. Goodbye.